Good morning, everyone. We're just finishing up some days of holiday, which is why we can't be with you this morning, uh, because we'll be kicked out of where we have internet access at 12 o'clock. So hopefully the recording works. If not, uh, over to Fraser or Steve or whoever else is around this morning. Uh, this morning we're looking at Galatians 5, 13 to 26. When you share, say a shop or a restaurant with the sign under new management, you, you expect changes to happen, don't you? Maybe a new way of doing things, maybe a new way of approaching how things work, a new menu, obviously, if it's a cafe, maybe a, a completely new atmosphere, new decor. You just expect things to be different. Well, that's exactly what Paul is telling us here in Galatians 5. In fact, verses 13 to 26 are central to Paul's argument in this letter. We have a new right standing with God through faith in Jesus, plus nothing. And that means that we are under new management. And that, says Paul, is a place of real freedom, uh, which Steve reminded us of last week. A few weeks ago, if you remember back, um, we were thinking about our faith stories and how they're connected to the story of God in the Bible, stretching right back to the story of Abraham. This section is another instalment of that same story. It's instalment that we are called to actually live out in the 21st century. This is our story. We are people who have inherited by grace the promises of God, who've been put in right standing with God, through faith in Jesus, and who now live, says Paul, in the realm of the Spirit. We are under new management, and that is the place of true freedom. And that is who we are. And Galatians 5 and 6 tell us how to live in that freedom that God has given us by his grace. And in the context of what is going on in the Galatian churches, this is something that the law could not could not and was not able to do uh, verse 18 but if you were led by the spirit you are not under the law to fully appreciate what paul is saying in these, this section there are two things to keep in mind the first one is we need to think like paul about two spheres of life life in the flesh and life in the spirit when we commit our lives to jesus we were moved from the sphere of sin and the flesh to the sphere of the spirit. And so Paul says to us, live what you are, or better, live what God has done for you. You've been transferred, you're under new management, live that way. That's the first thing. The second thing Paul says is to remember that he wrote this letter to churches who'd actually lost their way. Churches where there were divisions and arguments. Look at verse 15, where it talks about biting and devouring each other. Watch out or you will be destroyed by each other. Serious things happening in the churches in Galatia. And so the way he describes the two spheres of life, life in the flesh and life in the spirit, reflects some of those disagreements and backbiting that seems to have been going on in Galatia. And we see that verses 19 to 21 and verses 22 to 23. So with those things in mind, uh, let's look at what Paul says. 
And to, to appreciate the, the, the chapter, we have to look right back to, to verse 1. You have been set free. It's an amazing statement. It is for freedom that Christ has set us free. But, but the freedom that Paul's talking about is freedom of life in the Spirit, which means that the Spirit is in control. Verse 13, you, my brothers and sisters, were called to be free, but do not use your freedom to indulge the flesh. And contrary to many modern notions of freedom, which are often not much more than looking out for number one, freedom in the spirit means being free to serve others. Again, look at the second half of verse 13. Rather, serve one another humbly in love. In the sphere of the Spirit, you are most free, says Paul, when you serve others. And in the light of the rest of the letter and everything Paul has been saying, it is really significant that when Paul says you live in the realm of the Spirit, you will be fulfilling the law. Verse 14, for the entire law is fulfilled in keeping this one command, Love your neighbour as yourself. Do, do you hear what Paul's saying here? The way to fulfil the law is not what the Judaizers are asking you to do, which is to sign up to keep the Old Testament laws. The way to fulfil the law in this new era of the gift of grace is life in the Spirit. The very same Spirit you experienced as a result of your commitment to Jesus. You live in a new realm, you're under new management, the management of God's Spirit, and that is where, Paul says, you experience freedom. And if we keep on walking in the Spirit, says Paul, we will fulfill the law and we will be free. But it's really important to recognise that the two spheres of life mean that there are two ways of living. At verse 16, walk by the Spirit and you will not gratify the desires of the flesh. Paul says, live our new story. Live our new identity, because that is the path to freedom. Here is what characterizes the old way of life. Here is what the old management is like. Verses 19 to 21. The acts of the flesh are obvious. Sexual immorality, impurity and debauchery, idolatry and witchcraft, hatred, discord, jealousy, fits of rage, selfish ambition, dissensions, factions and envy, drunkenness, orgies and the like. Now Paul is not suggesting that our bodies are our problem, but he is saying us that the attitudes and actions that take hold of our bodies and express themselves through our bodies is where our problems lie. And the action he describes in verses 19 to 21 are life choices that lead to unfreedom. And they show up in how we act and in how we react. It's as though Paul is saying to the Galatians, look around you. Do you see all that infighting, those divisions, those factions that you're seeing, you're bickering and arguing? That is the way of life that's controlled by sin. That is the sphere of the Spirit. And that leads to you destroying each other and yourselves. And there's nothing in verses 19 to 21 that is freedom. But Paul says, that is not 
our story. Our story is different. Our identity is tied up with the new creation that has come about through the death and resurrection of Jesus. Now Paul doesn't spell everything out in this, in, in this chapter, but he does give us pointers for what our story is. Let me just read some of the verses. Verse 1, it is for freedom that Christ has set us free. Verse 13, you, my brothers and sisters, were called to be free. Verses 22 and 23, the fruit of the Spirit is love, joy, peace, forbearance, kindness, goodness, faithfulness, gentleness, and self-control. Against such things there is no law. Now, Paul isn't suggesting that these are the only qualities that the Spirit produces in people. If you read his other letters, he's lots of other things to talk about and lots of other examples. But here in Galatians, the focus is on how people treat one another. And because in the context of the infighting that was going on, that is where the life of the Spirit needs to be seen and experienced first and foremost, says Paul. You need to be people of love, joy, peace, patience, forbearance, kindness, goodness, faithfulness, gentleness, and self-control. He's addressing what was happening in Galatia, but obviously there are things that we can learn for ourselves for 21st century living in Dublin West. Here are examples of the ways in which the community of faith, living under new management, will treat each other. And I wonder, have you ever noticed that, that the list focuses on things that work in relationship? Think about kindness. Uh, yes, we can show kindness to ourselves, and I usually find it pretty easy to show kindness to myself. But the challenge of the new management is to show kindness to others, maybe others who we do not see as part of our group. And I know as well, I can be pretty patient with myself. It's another story, isn't it? Another matter to be patient with people who wind me up. But that, says Paul, is what the Spirit enables, the kind of lifestyle and life choices that the Spirit enables. And I want us just, as we, as we work through the passage, just to stop. I'm going to ask you a question. I'm going to read these verses again. Really what I want you to think about, which way do we want to live? What kind of choices will we make? And think and reflect, which of option one or option two do we want to be true about us as Dublin West and true about us as individuals? Let me read these slowly and think them through. Option one. The acts of the flesh are obvious. Sexual immorality, impurity and debauchery, idolatry and witchcraft, hatred, discord, jealousy, fits of rage, selfish ambition, dissensions, factions and envy, drunkenness, orgies and the like. Let me read option two. This is life under new management. 
The fruit of the Spirit is love, joy, peace, forbearance, kindness, goodness, faithfulness, gentleness, and self-control. Against such things there is no law. In which realm do we want to live? Option 1 verses 19 to 21 or option 2 verses 22 to 23. And the really good news is for those of us who have committed our lives to Jesus we've actually put the old way of life, the old management, option one, completely behind us. Verse 24, those who belong to Christ Jesus have crucified the flesh with its passions and desires. This whole section, verses chapter 5 and chapter 6, is, is what Paul meant back in Galatians 2.20 when he said, I have been crucified with Christ. And I no longer live, but Christ lives in me. The life I now live in the body, I live by faith in the Son of God, who loved me and gave himself for me. This is our story. This is who we are. This is our identity as people who are followers of Jesus. An identity shaped by the Spirit for a life of freedom. Steve described last week the, the, the foundations of freedom. Here is how we live it. We are under new management and we live a life, a life in the spirit and a life that's free. And because of that, all of what Paul has said here, you can see why verse 25 is so important for Paul, for the whole argument of this book and for us. It says this, since we live by the Spirit, let us keep in step with the Spirit. When I was a teenager, and it's quite a few years ago now, I was in the boys' brigade. And we used to enter marching competitions. Uh, one person at the front was the leader. They set the pace. And all the rest of us had to do was keep in time with them. Uh, follow them wherever they went, and obviously at the pace at which they went. And that's something of the idea here. Because of what God has done for us in Jesus, says Paul, keep in step with the Spirit. Walk in the path that he sets. Since we live by the Spirit, let's keep in step with the Spirit. And Paul has sketched for the Galatians that path. Let's begin there. It's clear to see, isn't it? The fruit of the Spirit is love, joy, peace, forbearance, kindness, goodness, faithfulness, gentleness, and self-control. Against such things there is no law. You, my brothers and sisters, were called to be free, but do not use your freedom to indulge the flesh. Strikes me that's plenty to be getting on with for the coming week. Maybe for the coming month, maybe actually for the rest of this year. But we also know, don't we, that the Spirit has left us a pathway in the Scriptures. 
if you like, a, a, a marching path that we need to follow and walk with, which is why we need to know what the Bible says. The Bible provides us with the most important pathway to the life in the Spirit. Keeping in step with the Spirit means keeping on track with what the Bible says to us. But there are also other ways to keep in step with the Spirit. As we pray together to know how to act in specific situations, and, and the Spirit can lead us. As we talk with fellow believers about options and possibilities and choices and decisions that we have to make, the Spirit can lead us. As we seek to love and serve each other in the way the Bible tells us, the Spirit can lead us. Since we live by the Spirit, let us keep in step with the Spirit. However the Spirit leads us, that's the path that we want to take. And that will always, always be the pathway of freedom. We're under new management. It's a regime that specializes in freedom. Let's keep in step with the Spirit and walk the freedom road together. Let me just finish with a couple of questions just for us to think about and reflect on either um, um, uh, later on today or sometime this week. I've got three questions. What does keeping in step with the Spirit mean for us together in Dublin West? What does keeping in step with the Spirit mean for you and for me in this coming week, maybe for the rest of August? And thirdly, how will we make sure that the steps we are taking are the spirit steps laid out for us on the freedom pathway. Since we live by the spirit, let us keep in step with the spirit.